Hello, Yuvertini around the world, and welcome to the Yuvercast, brought to you, of course, by Juventus Club Sydney. My name is Phil Lovato. Today, I will be speaking with diehard Juvertino, Robbie, of course. We'll be speaking about the last four matches, Serie A and Champions League. Robbie, how are you, brother? Very well. A uh, bit weary-eyed after an early start down in Australia, obviously, for the game this morning, the Champions League match, but um, getting through, powering through. Coffee is a big help. How about yourself? Yeah, more or less the same. I mean, I'm, I'm off work for a couple of weeks, Robbie, so um, I really can't complain. But, um, yeah, it's always hard getting up early and uh, and getting out of bed. But once you do, it's very rewarding. <laughs> yeah, very rewarding. Only, only if there's a win uh, and a good performance. So um, I think we, we can count ourselves pretty lucky after this morning's uh, performance and result. Rob, there's been four matches. Um, we're going to have to do our best to, to think back. But should we uh, start at the top or start at the bottom? Where do you want to start, Robbie? Uh, let's, let's start from the top. We'll start with uh, we'll start with the poorer the poorer matches and um, get to the better ones. All right, let's do it. So, uh, Robbie, the last time we spoke, uh, we were predicting the lineup for Inter Juventus. Obviously, ending in a two-one defeat is always hard versus arch rivals Inter Milan. Um, Higuain on the bench. Uh, were you surprised when when you saw the lineup, Robbie? We'll just start with the lineup for that match. Yeah, I think going back that far, I was surprised. Um... You know, obviously, you want your big guns playing in, in the big matches, and I, I hate losing to, to Inter, and I'm sure every other Juventino is the same. But mm. um, yeah, a little disappointed not to see him play. But if you if you look at the if you look at the bigger picture, just coming off an international break, um, okay, yeah, he did stay behind and all that sort of stuff. But uh, you know, he did play. Many minutes in the lead up to that, so maybe Allegri felt it was um, it was just a bit too much for him mm. to to get another another a start in there, and he was possibly looking at uh, Manzukic to tire out the inter defence and then put Higuain on him uh, in the second half, which he did um, to to cause a bit of a bit of a hassle there and, and, and try and grab a goal or something, but uh, didn't quite work out. Uh, the, you know the, the plan didn't pay off, unfortunately, and. Mm. Yeah, we just got to wait until the return, uh, the return leg, so we can uh, give them a hiding uh, in Turin. I can't remember exactly when Higuain came on, Rob, but I, I remember looking up at the TV and seeing the 70th minute, and he, he still wasn't on the field. I think he came on shortly after that. But do you think it's uh, more or less a rotation for fitness, or is Allegri trying to keep everybody happy? You know, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, Oh, it's not not so much keep him happy. I, I seriously think it was it was a tactical thing. I think you know Manzukic is very fit, uh, and I, I feel Allegri is a big fan of of his. Um, I just think for that game, Manzukic would have bashed physically um, the defenders, and he had been fresher than what Higuain was uh, in the lead up to that. So, um, so at the same time, I won't read. I wouldn't read too much into it. Um, it's still very early days and, you know, Higuain needs to be integrated into a new team. Yes, he's a world-class striker and I'd love to see him play every minute and, and score in every game. Um, yeah, it, it's just, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing. You know, if, if, if the plan paid off, if, for example, you know, it was nil all when he came on, he did, you know, he came on when he did and then, then he grabbed a, a winner like he did in the first game of the season, then I think he would, would look like a genius. It's just this time around, it didn't pay off. So, um, yeah, a little disappointed not to see him start, but 
you know, if you if you look at the if you look at the whole the whole scheme of his plan, um, I, I think it, it's understandable. Um, you know, Rob, I think it was Inter's best performance of the season, and it reminded me of of those years we were, you know, finishing seventh under you know guys like Del Neri, and and I remember all those poor performances, but when we versed Inter, we would really step up and have the you know the game of our lives, and usually get the victory, and it's it's kind of vice versa, and I think you know as Juventus and as a team that he's really hated throughout Italy, um, we kind of have to prepare for teams to play the best game of their lives against us. Yeah, and you know, not taking anything away from Inter, that was definitely their best performance. Uh, it was one of our worst ones. Yeah, um, we did take the lead. Yeah, they did come back, but we only we only lost by one goal. Uh, we didn't get we didn't get smashed. Um, yeah. You know, okay, some Interis that you know they would say they possibly deserved a bit more, but they didn't create any clear cut chances um, besides maybe one or two. One, we conceded from a set piece, and two was a terrible, terrible back pass from Massimol, which you know resulted in a goal. So you take those two errors out, um, we're still up one nil, and again, that's us playing poorly and into playing at their at their best. So you know, if you're looking at that and trying to compare, then you know I, I'm not I'm not too worried when we're looking at a long term thing. You know, if you look at the at the whole length of the season, I'm not worried. Mm. Um, yes, we're going to have to put up with. Some introduced this, you know, sort of rubbing it in our face. But again, you know, it's very rare that they beat us these days. So um, they can they can enjoy this while it lasts. Robbie, a beautiful uh, cross from Sandro and uh, a lovely finish from Licksteiner against the team that he was linked to um, in the off season. But as you mentioned, a very poor back pass by Asamoah and and just a slow reaction from Bazali to recover. Um, we seem to have a problem with set pieces, and it's not the first season, Robbie, is it? No, um, I think we may have touched on this in in one of the podcasts early last season. Mm. Um, but again, that's stuff that can be easily easily fixed, you know, with, with training sessions and an organisation at the back. Um, you know, yeah, we did start we started slowly last season as well. Our performances sort of haven't been up to scratch, apart from maybe one or two games this season as well. So. I think it's something that um, you know they, we could be touching on and, and working on in in the coming months. Um, again, disappointing to, to sort of concede those goals now, but uh, there are other things that I think Allegri is sort of focusing on and integrating new plays into the team, uh, possibly new systems before before the set pieces you know take um, take the forefront and the focus of the of the training sessions. So. Um, yeah, like I said, that that game just scrap it for now. Uh, okay, it's a it's a it's a one in the loss column, but um, still nothing nothing to to worry about too much. There definitely was a reaction, Robbie. It was a slow reaction considering the poor performance uh, down the track versus Palermo. But four uh, zero versus Cagliari, what a performance! What a match! That was yeah, um, very good, uh, very good match. Nice to see Rugani get on the score sheet. Um, mm-hmm. Higuain grabbing another goal, and, and Dani Alves getting his um, his debut goal. Uh, not, not, not debut goal, but his uh, his first goal in, in black and white. Again, it was it was good to bounce back after that loss um, and come up with with a fairly uh, fairly good performance. Um, Higuain on the score sheet again uh, after another start, and um, you know starting to pay back the the big 
the big money that we did spend on him. Uh, so it was good to, to get that 4-0 win and sort of scrap um, scrap the earlier game out of our out of our memories. And yeah, first clean sheet. Clean sheets are always always pleasing to see. Uh, I'm you know obviously back when I played, I was a defender, and I, I love nothing better to win with a clean sheet. So I can imagine you know these guys playing at that level would, would feel even better. Um, so yeah, as a, as a as a fan, it's just good to see that the organisation has come back the last three games and sort of um, you know not conceded any goals. There was a rotation again, Robbie. Uh, you know in that centre midfield position with Lamina coming in for Asamoah. There seems to be that uh, love or hate triangle, depends on your opinion, with Lamina, Hernandez and Asamoah. Um, you know, what's your preference until Marquisio comes back? Well, I, do, I definitely don't like to see Pjanic as a register, um, mm. and I, I'm pretty sure that's how they started that game, and it, it didn't really didn't really click. For me, he's the Metzala, so yes, playing on the, on the left side of midfield. I think Lamina started off very well. Um, I feel that he, you know, playing that register role, okay, still young, maybe he can't control a game, which is why I think he's opted for Hernanes the last uh, the last game. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of hate for Asamoah after after the Inter game, and you know he hasn't really done too much to sort of redeem himself. I think his performances have been poor. I'm not saying I hate him or anything, but mm. I don't think he's he's brought the quality needed. To fit into the starting lineup at this stage, so it's a shame after such a good preseason as well, Rob. Yeah, yeah, it was. I remember we were talking about him being, you know, a brand new signing. I'm looking forward to him yeah. getting back to, to full health and full full form, but hasn't really taken off. And then, you know, another setback with another knee injury, and it's unfortunate to see a player like that go through, you know, so many injuries and, and not come back 100. percent But hopefully, he recovers um, and can gain a bit, a bit more confidence. Um, you know, when he does come back and start performing a bit better than what he did. But um, for me, if it was my preference, <laughs> laugh laugh or not, Hernandez didn't do too badly this morning. I feel like, you know, he's done all right the last couple of games in that in that position. I think it was a, um, like a 97% so, pass accuracy this morning. Robert. Yeah, 90, that's... Okay, yeah, it was it was simple. Might have been side to side, but there were a couple a couple of times that he was you know penetrating a bit with, with some of the passes. He did have a couple of shots on goal as well, so um, positive in that position. Mm. Um, and that would be my preference at the moment. So it's either Lamina or Hernanes to rotate mm. um, out of that. And we got Stadardo uh, coming back as well, which is always handy. Very handy. Um, good to see him get uh, get a game in the in the Primavera the other week and on the bench in the last couple of games so um, that's very positive a bit more depth in midfield which I think is what we need obviously with Marquisio uh, slowly coming back but uh, for me it's always going to be um, Pjanic and Kadira as the Metzale and um, either Hernanes or Lemina as the as the Regista and then you can obviously rotate with uh, with Sturaro um, even Quadrado now, would, you know, after coming on this morning and playing that inside role, mm. uh, Piazza could probably play there as well. So, there's, what were your there thoughts are... on him in that role, uh, Robbie? Uh, Quadrado, yeah, and just in the in, in the inside role. Yeah, you know, you and I are going to be biased with, with whatever it <laughs> whatever he does. There's no there's no lying that you and I are both fans of him. Sure. Um, I thought you know with. with with anything he does, he just brings some something different. Like he's he's one of those players, like we keep saying, he's unpredictable. Um, he's fast, so he's good on a counter attack. I, I, I thought he did well there. Mm. Um, 
He ripped up a couple of uh, he ripped up a couple of defenders uh, through yeah. you know, through his fast dribbling. Yeah. Well, you, you're obviously going to get the ball more in that position. Um, and what I like about Quadrado inside there and and working with Danny Alves if Alves is on on the outside of him is is the fact that Alves likes to tuck in also, and that will allow Quadrado to step up into more of a winger role. So Danny Alves will become the mezzala, and Quadrado will step up a bit higher into the forward line and will give us you know, another outlet up there. And that's when he's more dangerous, when he's working closer with the strikers. So um, I thought he did well this morning. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's a good headache to have, I guess. Uh, there's, there is depth, despite not there being a lot of personnel at the moment while we're waiting for Marquisio to come back. Um, but, yeah, I, I just want to avoid seeing Pjanic in that just the role, you know, obviously his performance this morning and, and the last game that he that he played as Mazzala was, was a lot better than... Um, than playing that Regista. So, uh, yeah, that, that'd be my preference. Yeah, I'd have to agree. And it's interesting uh, how you brought up Alves and how he tends to come inside a little bit as well. He kind of he kind of roams even sometimes from side to side. He He's one of those players, it's very interesting for me to see him on the field. Sometimes I'm a little bit nervous that he's he doesn't really seem to have a lot of structure in his game, but I think from his experience, Robbie, he just, I mean, today he seemed to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah, so I understand the structure thing. Um, and obviously, I think at Barcelona, I'm, I'm sure 100% that, you know, the, the players would have had more of a free-roaming nature, you know, not much organisational structure to their play. It is an adjustment period for him. So, you know, I think six months from now, we're going to see a much uh, different Dani Alves, a much more different Dani Alves to what we're seeing now. Mm. Um, you know, I think working more with Allegri and, and understanding Italian football and, and the Italian style, I think it'll be, become a bit more structured. But I, I, I don't mind that unpredictability. Mm, mm. Um, I don't mind the, you know, a little bit of um, a little bit of chaos on that right, especially when, you know, he's working with Dybala or even Cuadrado because those X-Factor type players can, can really uh, produce something special. So I, I don't mind seeing it. And how about his form? Three goals in three games, <laughs> all, albeit all with deflections. Um, so I don't, you know, I, again, with, with the same with him, you know, I've spoken to people that aren't happy with his performances, but he, is, he hasn't really done too much wrong for, for me. No, he's been he's been great, especially, the, you know, the last few games, as you mentioned, getting on the score sheet as well. Um, Robbie, we should turn our attention to the Palermo match. Um, that was hard to sit through. Um, that was very, very hard to sit through. What? Uh, <laughs> what was it? What was it that made Juve play so poorly? Like, I mean, I read on Twitter, you know, that, you know, everybody of course is going to come out with the whole thing about winning by a midfield, and now you know we're copying it. For me personally, I don't think the lineup lacked creativity. I thought there was a lot of creativity on the flanks, and then you've obviously got Bonucci in there, um, who can create from the back. I just think. I just feel that the rotation kind of got to the team and, and the chemistry just just wasn't there. That you know that was my feeling towards it. What about yourself? You know, you can't deny going to Sicily is always going to be a tough trip anyway. It, it mm. is difficult. Um, okay, yeah, we had a, a pretty good result there last season, but um, it's not easy to travel to, especially with with a short turnaround for starters and obviously an upcoming Champions League game. So a part of me feels that the focus would have been on this away trip to to Dinamo in the lead up. And then you, you've sandwiched Palermo in between 
a home match as well. So it sort of dis- I feel that's what disrupted the the rhythm. Coming off the the loss against Inter in Cagliari, very sh- you know a short turnaround into another short turnaround. I think the instruction would have been to conserve energy, just do the bare minimum to win, um, because this obviously this game was much more much more important um, yeah. after drawing the first game against Sevilla. So um, that's where I feel there was a lack of you know continuity or anything like that. Yeah, the lineup has something to do with it, but at this level. You know, these players are supposed to slide in and, and do their job. Okay, it doesn't help, some rotation. But, um, you know, I'm just grateful we got the three points down there. They, they, weren't, they weren't the easiest team to push over mm. um, at, at all. Um, and again, Robbie, let's not forget, you know, how much trouble a team like Palermo used, used to give you there. We're going back before, the, you know, the winning streak started. Um, but always been a very tricky team. Yeah, yeah, very tricky team. Um, so... That's tough, you know, especially when there are a couple of players out of form. You know, there's there's no lying in it. You know, Bonucci's yet to hit his, you know, full form. Um, you know, I feel that maybe some of these personal things are sort of affecting his performances. So um, you'll need a bit more time. Uh, Dani Alves integrating into the team. Kadira, um, his form, you know, after the first couple of games, the first couple of games has been a little off, but still he'll come back. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, starting with Higuain and Mandzukic, there wasn't too much mobility up front. But what did you make uh, of that experiment with the two target men up front, Robbie? Do you think that's something that's going to be shelved for good, or is it something no, we no, might not, see not again? No, not for good. Mm. I, I think I, I think we'll definitely see it again. Um, yeah. Not very often. Uh, I think against teams that Allegri feels that may sit back and um, defend on their eighteen-yard line. Especially when you're starting Alexandro and, and Dani Alves at the same time with two big guys like Higuain and Mandzukic, um, it's clear that the tactic would be to go wide and try and move crosses. So, yeah. um, you know, that's that's what I feel uh, he was going for that game. Um, they made a lot of fouls that game. I remember the, the match being very stop-start. Uh, it was that uh, that for me is why it was hard to watch. It wasn't free flowing. It was. Stop, start, free kick here, whip in there, shot here, um, shot on goal, shot off goal. Um, not the greatest game, but still, um, it was just good to get the win. You know, I was one of those guys, Robbie, screaming for Dybala to come on. But, you know, Allegri kept him off and kept him rested. And then today, he had a cracker game, scored a great goal. So, you know, he always proves me wrong anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, turning our attention to this morning, you know, a very convincing win. Um you know, ever coming in for Sundra, let's just start with that. Was that a surprise for you or something you expected? No, no, I think um, I think Sandro starting against Palermo. Um, that was the hint, the giveaway. And, and the and the match and the match before and the match before that was the hint. Um, I think it's clear that Allegri is coming he's he's said before, you need experience to win Champions Leagues. Um and I think at this stage in the group, in the group stage, just to get the job done, you need experienced players, and that's why I feel he went for uh, Evra, and it provided a bit more balance in in the midfield with Alves, you know, bombing a bit more forward, and then Quadrado coming on. So Evra is, you know, that player he doesn't bomb forward as much as Alexandro or possibly risk getting caught out. Um, so that's why, yeah, that's why I wasn't surprised. I, you know, I expected him to start this morning. Uh, Robbie, we'll look at the goals. Uh, the, the first one finished from Pjanic, who, 
who had a really you know a fantastic game. It was a long ball from Bonucci. Um, it was a little bit messy at the back, but Pjanic made the most out of it. Yeah, um, you know, the poor defending on their end has to be said, but you know that's what you sort of risk with with one of those direct balls uh, mm. coming from the back line. And we've seen Bonucci, we've seen Bonucci provide those assists previously, anyway. So um, good to see Pjanic on the score sheet again. I've actually got the game on in the background as well, so as we speak. Nice. Um, and Higuain just scored his his goal, but uh, the Pjanic goal, yeah. Listen, it was it was good to see him get on. Um, nice. Nice, nice finish, especially with a Russian keeper. Um, not the easiest of goals, but still uh, good to see us get an early goal and sort of relax into the game a bit, mm. especially on the road. I think you know, traveling's never easy, and, and our form on the road in Europe has never been. You know, there's always a question mark over it, and I'm sure that. And it was a very lively be, atmosphere there, Robbie. Well, it sounded from yeah. the TV anyway. Their fans, their fans are amazing. They didn't, they didn't stop, they didn't stop seeing for the whole ninety minutes. And no. You know, it was good to see Piazza and um, Manzukic get get pretty good um, receptions. Uh, yeah. Receptions when they did come on. So, um, yeah, credit to them. Four 0 and they're still singing at ninety minutes. <laughs> it's um, you know, Piazza had made comment, you know, in the lead up and, and stuff like that that it's a great city and, and the fans are amazing. And it was good to see, um, good to see them in the Champions League. Although you know, on the end of a, a a bad result for them, but good to see our boys get up. Robbie, just a, a delicious uh, strikers finish again from Higuain. I, I love seeing these, you know, one Some touch put it down. Some might call it world class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love it. We we just haven't had that sort of that finisher for a while. Like you know, some may call it world class. No, we haven't had that sort of finisher. Um, you know the. Who can we can compare it to? Maybe Trezeguet. Mm, mm, okay, yeah. Um, something like that. You know, such a. It was it was it was a beautiful goal. Long ball beautiful. over the top. It was such a. It was it was a beautiful ball from Pjanic. Yeah. Beautiful touch on the chest, and before the ball even hit the ground, he went in slots at home with a with a beautiful finish. So, um, just a very beautiful goal to watch. Uh, you know, I think I rewound it and and watched it about. 10 times um, <laughs> this morning on, on YouTube and stuff. So um, it was a very, very nice goal. And that's what, that's, you know, what you pay money for. Pjanic the Higuain, two of our big money signings linking up. And uh, then, yeah, go ahead, Robbie. Yeah, no, no, just, I was just going to say two of our big money signings linking up to, to get a, a goal that's going to seal a result on the road in the Champions League when, if you look at it and compare it to last season, we may not have had that. We would have struggled to, to maybe hold on to the result, uh, expended more energy than what we would have in this game. Mm. Um, and then that would have taken us into the weekend where we you know, wouldn't have performed well. So it's a snowball effect. It's, it's good to have these players that sort of just lock games up. And, you know, from one beautiful goal to another, when Dybala scored that screamer, I personally, I couldn't even celebrate. I was just, I was just quiet. Like, I, I couldn't believe what I saw. It was just... <laughs> Yeah, I, surprise. I, I didn't jump up or anything. I think it was I just sat in the couch and it was just like I just felt relief. I'm like, <laughs> he's done it. Thank God he scored. Um, and then watching it, I got more excited seeing you know that was a, a it was a cracking finish, mm. cracking strike. Mm. Um, good to get off the mark this season with a goal like that as well. So um, shame it's taken so long, but uh, yeah, it was that was a 
sensational goal. And we spoke about one of, one, one of the one of the goals from match, from from the match day, but there were other there were other good goals this morning as well in other fixtures. But that'll make the I hope that'll make the top five at least. You haven't seen the other ones yet, actually, but um, I would yeah, be very surprised. The... Yeah, really? Okay, all right. I have to check yeah. them out. I have to check them out. Um, and we spoke uh, briefly about Alves and uh, how he continues to force these deflective goals, which which is always good. Yeah, any I think he, you know he, he takes the whole the whole thing. Any goal counts. So, <laughs> um, yeah, three goals, three deflections. But it was yeah, it has to be said it was pretty poor goalkeeping. Um, you had to feel for him being you know coming out and explicitly uh, praising Gigi and, and saying how he was a role model and and then versing him and, and having you know a pretty poor game. Let's be honest. Yeah, this he's, he's young. He's young. Yeah, he's like you know it's going to dent his confidence. But hopefully, Gigi had a, f- a few good words to say to him afterwards and, and sort of build that confidence back up. He's always been good like that with young keepers. So. Um, not the greatest attempt to, to save a, a deflected free kick, but um, Danny Alves was, didn't mind. Um, and, yeah, 4-0 the final score. So only a very short break uh, until the weekend where we verse Empoli. Should we be expecting Licksteiner to jump back into the fold? Uh, yeah, uh, possibly. Um, I think, you know, him not being in the Champions League squad obviously makes him always available and, and fresh for, for, the, for the fixture following. Um, the Champions League round, so um, to be honest, I've I've stuffed up all my predictions with, with lineups, <laughs> and I'm sort of scared to give another one. It's been very uh, hard. It's been very very hard yeah, this it season. Is, it is very hard. A lot of options, but you also have you also have the option of starting Quadrado on the right. Um, but I I would be expecting Lick Steiner to to come into the fold and start on that right side with Danny Alves arrest and possibly uh, Quadrado coming on in the second half. I do kind of expect soon, Robbie, for the team to find its its best eleven. Like Allegri has always been quite flexible, and of course we're going to rotate and make changes. I, and I'm not saying he's still searching for that eleven, but I expect in the next few weeks we start to see that that predicted first eleven team, uh, you know, sh- show up, especially when Marquezio returns. Yeah, this yeah, like you said, I think there's going to be a bit more consistency coming up. Um... Because it was it, like this it last has, season. I, it is I a bit hard. Yeah. It, I, I don't know. Like just trying to put myself in Allegri's position, it w- would be a bit hard. It's the start of the season. You want everyone's morale to be up, um, so you'd need to rotate just to, to make everyone feel, you know, feel part of the squad, part of the team, and 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 get some game time, and be ready for you know when they are called up to the team if they don't start. So yeah, this I think as as, as we start get, getting to the crux of the crux of the season and a bit more important games coming up probably in the next month or so um, you know there'll be a bit more consist- consistency with the lineup, and then hopefully Marquezio can come back get a few minutes build himself up into form and then you know by January Feb the team is flying high and you know hopefully by then we're already in the knockout stages um, and you know playing good football ready to come up against uh, the other big guns in, in Europe as well so yeah, we'd be looking at results for now, uh, mm. performances to come in, in you know in about a month, and then you know everything else should take care of itself. Fingers crossed. And Robbie, last talking point before you go, uh, Piazza. Like I don't know if I'm getting overexcited, but I feel like this <laughs> this guy. I I personally think he's going to force his way into the squad soon. Like every time he comes on for me, he's just he's got a spark. There's there's a twinkle. I don't know what it is. 
is he's um, he's another he's another X factor type of player. Um, I think he's just strong. He's powerful. He's fast. Um, he's and he's very touch. confident. He's, he's very confident. He's not he scared to con- shoot. Not, yeah, not scared to shoot. Not scared to try and take a player on. Mm, throw like a few that. dummies. Um, you know, uh, he's, he's he's got a bit of flair as well, which is rare to say about. Um, you know, okay, well, not having a dig at Croatian players, but there's you know they're, they're not the most flary type players. There's, there's there's the odd one or two in the national team, mm. um, but he's he's going to be. He's going to be one to look out for. We'll keep saying it, um, but I think he's going to, yeah, like you said, he's going to start forcing Allegri to to really think about shifting his formation to fit him in the team. Like I'm, I've never been so excited for the Coppa Italia because I just know <laughs> we're going to get ninety minutes. <laughs> that's, that's so true. But at the same time, you know, like I, he, he'll start forcing himself into the into the lineups for Serie A games the way I think he's so. gone. I think um, so. You know, and that's he's he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be a star. Uh, let's just hope you know he keeps his head on the ground and Allegri can can manage him well, like he's done with the other youngsters. I've, I've, you know, I've no, I've, you know, I've all the faith in Allegri to do that because he's he's shown that in the past. Um, yeah. So I think it's, you know, it, it's just a matter of time until we start seeing him play more and more. So I've, to be for me, I think it's justified that at this stage that we didn't go ahead and, and spend the money on. On Berardi, and we sped it on him instead because mm. for me he looks like he's going to be a better prospect. Mm. It's very interesting, Robbie. Uh, it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast, mate. Yeah, always a pleasure being on, mate. So uh, we'll tee it up again sometime soon. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Juve Cast by Juventus Club Sydney. You can contact us via Twitter, Facebook, or Gmail. Feel free to get in touch. Let us know what you want to discuss. You can contact me personally at Uwe Cast or contact the club at Uwe Club Sydney.